Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Okay, turn around. Get around. Okay. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Thanks so much for joining us today here on Radio Taiwan International. Up ahead this hour, it's Jukebox Republic. But as always, we kick things off with a brand new edition of Here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan. If you're just joining us on our Facebook live stream now, welcome to you. Today is Friday, October 1st. And if you're joining us via the airwaves, welcome to you as well. It's now Monday, the 4th of October. I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me here in the studio today, we've got Shirley Lin. Hi. And you may have noticed, if you're watching, we've got a new face here. Welcome to Tomasz Koper. Hello. In just a moment, we're going to be telling you about a, a, how the outlying island of Jinmen is going trying to deal with its deer problem. Plus, could uh, paternity leave be the solution to Taiwan's dwindling birth rate? And we're also going to tell you about a very strange mass wedding held here in Taiwan recently. All that coming up next. Please stick around. Well, it's an exciting time to be here at RTI, here at Radio Taiwan International. We've got a whole bunch of new faces coming in lately, and uh, well, I guess it's time now to introduce our latest edition. Welcome. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself, Tomas? Um, my name is Tomas. Uh, I am in my uh, late 30s, 40s, or 50s. It's up to you to decide. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in Taiwan for 10 years now. Uh, in fact, last month it was my tenth Taiwan anniversary. Ooh, congratulations! Oh, right. And for some reason, I thought you've been here twenty years, so it's oh. just only been ten. So I look that old, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> and you're originally from Poland, is that right? Yes, yes, I am originally Polish. And uh, well, you still are Polish, but uh, yeah, you yeah. come from Poland. <laughs> and uh, what brings you to Taiwan for so long? I originally came here to study Chinese, uh, then <sighs> stayed. That's uh, how they get us all. That's how they get us. <laughs> Yeah, we're good at that. <laughs> I stayed to do a PhD, and now I'm working in the radio. And what did you, what was your PhD dissertation about? Uh, my dissertation was about the history of uh, Chinese legal systems. Wow, oh, uh, that's that going to be for an interesting program if you use that. That sounds really <laughs> serious. <laughs> so you'll be our legal expert from now on. Um, sure, I never <laughs> finished my PhD, but I'll take it. <laughs> By the way, one of our um, listeners or viewers, rather, he's. Nasir Aziz, he's guessing your 20s. You're Thank in your you. 20s. Thank <laughs> you. Round points to you, Mr. Thank Aziz. You. <laughs> um, okay. I'll, I'll buy you a coffee next time we meet. <laughs> <laughs> We're really delighted to have you. Uh, it's his first day today, so let's all get him a Yeah. Right Amazing. We're hoping to see more of you. Uh, I guess you can look forward to hearing some of his uh, work later on as he begins making programs and, and videos and so forth. Right. He's starting with the news right now. Right. Yes. And here in Taiwan. Yes. So uh, <laughs> great, great uh, first uh, day here, huh? Yeah. 
Very intense. <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't think we've I ever don't think had... we're very intense. You know, oh, I, no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I think we're kind of... <laughs> oh, uh, no, no. I'm, you guys have been very helpful and relaxed. It's okay. intense for me. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, relaxing. A lot of new stuff. Yeah, relax. That's fine. But you know what? I don't think we've ever had new people, you know, to the English service, like... Join in here in town the very first day. That is, come to think of it, a bit unusual. Right? I know. I think I waited at least a week, but so yeah. uh, you're just uh, right. jumping right in. You're jumping Ever really right in. Also, I don't know why, but we seem to have a bit of a Polish club here. We've also That's got Stash, who is uh, yeah. who's, he's also got a Polish passport. Although right, he yeah. was born in the UK, I think. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Have you met him yet? Uh, I have met him at the interview. Uh, we interviewed at the same time, actually. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, he told me that he was uh, his mom was yeah. Polish, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we've got uh, Team Poland going here as well. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, it's wow. uh, two of us. <laughs> we expect the best pierogies soon. <laughs> <laughs> I make the best pierogies in Taipei. Oh, you've got to make it. I don't even know. Oh what no! It now is. I've said I've it. Now I have it. to make them. Yeah, no. Of course no. you have to. I miss them. My aunt makes them every oh. Christmas, but oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, wow. I make them at Christmas as well. Yeah, mm. I'm never. I have. I only get to have them once a year. That's mm. it. They are very labor intensive, mm. um, so I tend to make them once a year as well. Oh, really? Just because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, all right. I can't well, wait. Yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, your programs going forward. Mm. And all of your... I am excited to make them. Okay. <laughs> well, let's start off today with Taiwan's declining birth rate. It's something that we end, we end up talking about all the time. I'm not sure why, but on this program, that seems to come up a lot. Well, I think it's pretty serious because it... do you know that according to a CIA report on birth rates in April... Tom is ranked the last among 227 countries. Why is on the, the CIA investigating this? <laughs> this I don't know. They've got cameras in your bedrooms. <laughs> I I don't know, but I I I you know the thing I care is that we're the last. On yeah, the it's a this big pretty, social problem. It's pretty serious. But, I had no idea. But you've made your contributions. Yes. You've got th- what three kids, right? Three. So um, mm-hmm. but one idea about how to solve this problem is paternity leave. Yeah, which I think. I think just might work this time because I know that the government has been trying so much to boost the birth rate with subsidies and things like that. You know, I know because I've been a mother for quite a while. But um, I think this time I got a feeling this is going to work. Well, I have a quick question for you, though. Um, So I've heard anecdotally that actually even getting maternity leave is difficult for new mothers here in Taiwan, or it can be. Did you find any? any Not when I was having my three, um, but I think it only came later. And actually, maybe most of it is like psychologically, because these mothers-to-be, you know, they, they, they... they decline to have babies because they think that if they take maternal leave, they can lose their job. Right. And I've heard mm-hmm. that, that that can, well, they don't exactly fire people, but they give them a lot of pressure to like not take the leave that they're entitled to. Yeah, so that too. I wonder if even there, if there is paternity leave, if people will be able to actually take it. Yeah. Um, but it's good. You've got your time off, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it, it really, is, I mean, the, the, the national health insurance program is really awesome here. I mean, mm. it's really, it's, it's it's really good to give birth because um how do i want to say it because when you you actually get paid back more um from the Hmm. government by having births they pay you to have children is that what you're saying i mean because um what is it now the the insurance program and you know um you you actually would get paid back more than you actually spent for giving birth okay 
Okay. Okay. So they give you a they they yeah. give you more in services than you pay for. Is right. That what that means? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You know. So but that's still encouraging. It's like you know. So who's pr- pushing this paternity leave idea? Okay. So it's the Awakening Foundation. Ooh. They're um they're calling the lawmakers to pass amendments to the Act of Gender Equality and Employment by giving male employees seven days of paid pre-paternity leaves so that they can you know, go with their wives for these um, um, pregnancy checkups. Mm. Okay. And um, because studies in other countries have shown that um, couples are more prepared to become parents and more involved in parenting if the husband accompanies their wives to these um, pregnancy, to the checkups together. Mm. And I think, I think it does work because for one thing, you know, um, you check, um, you know, they, they let you hear the baby's heartbeat and that can be so moving. I mean, I'm sure it can bring tears to the fa- to fathers to be. But by that point, they've already committed and they're having the baby. It's not oh. like it's going to convince them to have more. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty pretty like there it is. Oh, okay. Well, true, true. But the thing is that um, to know that the fathers, you know, to be can take days off without feeling guilty about taking that day off. I feel like they probably still wife. will feel guilty though. There's a lot. Of, oh, I hope that not. That was going to be my question. How willing do you think? Taiwanese dads are going to be to take paternity leaves. Really? I mean, yeah, true, true. It's in the culture, I know. But the thing is that um, my husband, when I was pregnant with our very first child, my husband accompanied me to every single checkup except for one. And and it, this, this is kind of a sad story, but the thing is that that one time he didn't come with me, my doctor said that I've got some sort of anemia problem. Ooh, ooh. And he said that I need to bring my husband in the very next day to make sure that he doesn't have the same anemic problem. Otherwise, our baby can be dangerous. Oh, was it okay in the yeah. end? At the end, of course, it was okay. Mm. You know, I've, I've got three healthy kids. They're all grown up now. But I cried like anything oh. that night. I was no. thinking like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to have any more babies after this. I mean, what if this anemic problem is just going to be mm. permanent? You know, I was like in tears. I, w- I had a nervous breakdown. Mm. But luckily, my husband went in the next day. He does have the same problem. So, so we're all we're, good to go. We were all good to go. And do you, what, what, what makes you think that this paternity leave could potentially be more of a game changer than the subsidies the government's been giving, for instance? Well, I don't, for one, I think... low subsidies, aren't they? Yeah. Not terribly. Yeah, <laughs> a lot that, of money. That's why. It's expensive. You know? And actually... <laughs> Um, it's kind of weird, but I'm, it could be my memory. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I have really terrible memory now. But I remember when I had my third child, some somehow there was some sort of like a way of saying thanks, and it was a really small amount. And I'm 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 forgetting whether it was actually for every month or it was for the whole school semester. Uh, for having my third child, but like basically pocket like, change, not yeah. not going to help at exactly. all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like, I was going, "What's the point?" Yeah, were you more insulted than <laughs> I, I was? I was. Like, I really was. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I I really hope that you know um, the culture would change so that it's you know that the father to be realize that it's really important for the mothers. Yeah, I think the bigger problem is things like cost of housing and. Of course. I mean, if you can't education, you're yeah. raising them exactly. If you can't afford those things, you have millions to millions think- of NT. I assume. <laughs> Wait, are you not planning to have any kids? The way oh, you sound. Oh, <laughs> is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Anyway, well, it is. It is. Um, yes, it is. But a challenge. I don't know. You have everywhere. to. You have to have a positive. 
Exactly. I mean, there's yeah. challenges everywhere. It's not True. just only in childbearing. I mean, you know, certainly Taiwan has inexpensive health care. That's the good part. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But uh, right? it's everything that to... comes afterwards, that's kind of... The... You know, you just have to believe that you can work through it, mm. you know, with your husband. I mean, people have lived through all kinds of challenges. It's not just only childbearing. That's the most challenging thing. Yeah. And that is more financially, you know, um, what, do you, what do you call it? Like uptight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everything... Just... Yeah, everything needs money and everything, there's always challenges everything in mm. life. So is this so. a paternity thing just a proposal so far or has it gotten some it's traction? It's a proposal so far. Has it's it gotten into the legislature yet? How far? No, not far. And in fact, I think the um, the government was actually kind of doing it the, the wrong way. It was actually um, giving more uh, mothers to be uh, from five to seven days, like increase it to seven days um, paid leave for, what is it now? Uh... Yeah. But not involving the father. Not involving the father. Okay. So that's what they're more inclined to do. But um, but I, I, I really do think that if you involve the father, I mean, after all, the, 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 the child, if it weren't for the father, it's, they won't have the baby. It it's, won't a have a mom, it yeah, mm-hmm. it's a team. It's a teamwork thing. thing. So they, both people need everyone. to be involved. Yeah. But it's so true. You know, a lot of times, almost every time, when, you know, when you go to the, um, to the clinic, you know, uh, for for checkups it's only the mothers only the mothers you I'm know curious about the or, cia in the information you had though exactly how low is our birth rate because it changes they keep changing the figures all the time it but, does not have that figure okay that, well we are last in the world for was, sure we are last so yeah. well there, that's an idea <laughs> there were many years when taiwan had um a birth rate below one yeah which is, i've heard we started negative oh. population growth which is <laughs> yeah <laughs> scary yeah it is because who's going to pay for everything this Especially caring for exactly. older people, retirement funds. I mean, how's that going to work if no one's there to pay in? That's the yeah, that's a real problem. John, so, would so. you go on paternity leave? Would I go on paternity leave? Yeah, if you. I had mean, children. I don't really have any plans, but <laughs> um, yeah, of course. I mean, that's yeah. I, because, I would love to actually. Right? Yeah. Well, because in the especially when they're in the early days, they yeah. need a lot of attention. They got to be fed constantly and watched and. Yeah. It's a 24-hour job at the early stages yeah. anyway. So uh, I, would, I would love to be an involved father. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, instead of being the figure that shows up every evening and yeah. goes to bed tired after work. <laughs> yeah. I would want to yeah. be there. Well, we'll see if it can make it happen here in Taiwan. All right. I... I'm not sure why this often gets in the news here in Taiwan, but we've had yet another one of these mass weddings. That's true. I don't understand quite the appeal of them because it just feels like, isn't it supposed to be like your special day and have like 50 other people there? It's kind Um, of awkward. It is. It was actually 50 couples, so technically 100 other people. But mm. people you Not, don't know, though. <laughs> uh, well, the, the story doesn't say, but um, um, it, what it does mention is that eight of the brides were already pregnant. Well, that's good news for our population. <laughs> Speaking of population. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this happened in Jilong uh, recently, which is a city um, clo- very close to Taipei. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 couples had to postpone their uh, nuptials uh, from June uh, to September. Uh, oh. They got married uh, two days ago. Is the COVID was the reason? Yes, why? yes. Ah. Because of COVID, they had to postpone uh, and put it off for three months. Um, 
but uh, yeah, they they uh, tied the knot uh, hmm. and um, well, or fifty knots. Really, fifty of them, exact. I guess. Mm. Well, was COVID the reason that they also decided then to go ahead with a mass wedding, or had the mass wedding been planned previously? I think it had been planned previously okay. because oh. I mean, I find it hard to imagine that people thought having a mass wedding, fifty couples plus families, uh, was a good idea with COVID, uh, yeah. during a pandemic <laughs> oh yeah right. no i just i would be much more inclined to participate in a mass wedding if it was for instance because in taiwan yeah there's a lot of competition for lucky days and so forth and so uh, maybe you, that was the reason you had a wedding last two years ago now wow. two years ago i feel, feel i still feel like it was last year yeah. and there was a lot of you said competition for certain days and so forth and having that thrown off by the pandemic would make me much more like well let's just get this over with 50 people whatever oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah well i mean you know we we don't believe in like picking on the right day but it, it really was quite a challenge you know um, getting the venue you want and maybe fully booked because that was a, a really popular day according to the chinese calendar right you know like they do it's it's almost like linked to fortune telling kind of and and so um yeah so it's a big deal but um, luckily, no, honestly, my, my daughter to this day, because she's saying that she's so lucky she had the wedding before the whole COVID thing it happened. Was just a few months before. I know, yeah. I know, really, really. Very fortunate. So it is hard. But, you know, I'm thinking, and this is what I'm thinking, maybe because you get all the good stuff from the government when you do these mass weddings. Is that true? Is, were there prizes involved? I, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of... There's got to be like some kind of red envelope, maybe not a lot, but then there's probably, I don't know, lucky draw mm -hmm. or something like that, right? Um, I can't see I the bet. details, but uh, <laughs> yes, there there were pretty uh, ample prizes, uh, as the story puts okay. it. Okay. There well, we go. I guess if you there's got to be it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, really, who would want to have mass weddings? I wouldn't, because would, wedding is my special day. Exactly. That's kind of how, right. well, and, and like if it had been your daughter who was like, oh, I'm going to take part in one of these because there's a lot of money, how would that have made you feel? But <laughs> sort of like, I don't know who all the other people are, though. Unless it's like free, you know, air fryer and washing machine that goes with it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Kid out the whole house. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. But this is a, a tradition. It's 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 a it happens, it happens a lot. A lot in the news anyway. I don't know anyone who's ever done it themselves, but it always seems to show up. Yeah. For some reason, it seems to be a common thing in Taiwan. I wonder how it is in other countries. I wonder, you know, Definitely if they not in the are US. into this, you know, mass wedding kind of thing. Um, let us know right under the comments. Oh, yes. if, if it's is that a thing common. in Poland? Yeah, I don't think no, no, not at all. No, Poland, yeah, no, not at all. Not to my knowledge, at least. <laughs> I've um, never heard of such I have a thing. never been to a mass wedding, nor would I want one. Uh, mm. I The only time I hear about mass weddings um, is is when the story is about uh, a, a cult or <laughs> exactly. a religious group. It sounds um, a bit like, ooh, a bit strange. Like, are these people okay? <laughs> right. Um, the... Well, I don't know how to call them, um, but there's a church in Korea that oh, is famous for the uh, Moonies. The right? Moonies. I mm. didn't want to use that word. I don't know if That's, they like it. I don't know. But they, they're called uh, they, something Unification Church. Uh, uh, something to that. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Well, they're fam they are famous for for having mass weddings okay. that involve hundreds of couples. Uh, so I guess ours, ours is not as Even big more. of a thing. Fifty is a 50 very is... modest number in comparison. Well, I guess mm -hmm. it, it, at least we're lucky to be able to do that now in Taiwan. The That's situation great. is under control. Yeah, and we're so good at that. We've got rid of the Delta variant and. Uh, mm. Vaccination rates are up, so yes. So if you're planning a mass wedding, come to Taiwan. <laughs> but place to be do prepared it. to rent uh, at least a hundred rooms if you're planning fifty couples uh, for two weeks for quarantine. Yeah, that's true. True. <laughs> true. 
before we go today, let's talk about how the outlying island of Jinmen, which is famous for having a national park, is dealing with its deer overpopulation problem. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I, maybe I wasn't making it clear. It's Kanding National Park. Oh, Kanding National yeah, Park. Yeah, not in Jinmen. Yeah, it not, we didn't have okay. to go over. Different over. national park, <laughs> uh, different <laughs> geographical regions. It's an right. on Taiwan southern tip, but southern still tip. an area with a deer problem. Yes, they've got some really big, you know, deer population uh, problem here after the animals wreaked havoc in the park's next door tropical monsoon forest. Is that because there aren't visitors because of COVID or well, there haven't been? No, they just, they, they've actually tried everything to keep the deers away from, you know, this uh, monsoon forest, which is actually the, what did it, uh, it's actually the, um, um, sorry, oh, never mind. And, and and the thing is that uh, they... Oh, it's the Kanding Uplifted Coral Reefs Nature Reserve. Okay. That's next door. Are these by any chance the uh, Taiwan Sika deer. deer? It is. So that's a tricky subject because they... Um, They're... Are, are they considered endangered? They're are they? They're not. There have been efforts to reintroduce them to the wild. They used to be run around in big herds. And right. then back, at, back in several centuries ago, it was a big deal to sell their skins. So now they're no longer... Oh. Yeah. It was yeah. one of Taiwan's big exports for, I think, in like the 17th century. So Right. Actually, there's about 1,500 to 2,000 of these Formosan sika deer roaming the park since conservation efforts began in 1984, and they've not been able to control the population, oh. um, even though they've tried everything. You know, the so maybe we people need to learn from them, apparently, because their population is doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have they well, tried improving their living conditions? Have, they, have anyone been given... Making them, making them work 60-hour weeks? Have they been given paternity leave? <laughs> 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 well, um, they actually tried, like, setting up animal crossing signs, subsidized crop damage, erected barriers, and given deer birth control injection, actually. Wow, that sounds but like a these, difficult process. <laughs> but it didn't work. You know, and and you just keep on, yeah, and growing, eating. growing. So they've been eating tree saplings, you know, faster than trees can naturally reproduce. And hmm. then the bucks are harming the adult trees by rubbing their antlers. And so uh, wandering deers also have also caused road accidents. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. I understand. That's They can get big, too. Hmm. Yeah. And they feed on what farmers grow in their fields. So they're getting all the farmers very, very, very angry. Um the thing is that uh, it's mentioned here that the Kanding National Park Administration Deputy Director, I'm quoting from him, Xu Su Guo, he says, regulated hunting is utilized in the U.S. Yeah. and several European countries and Japan to reduce deer population. So they're... My neighbor used to do that. I don't that. know if they're thinking about that or they're trying to think of other ways, but they are thinking. They're only uh, in the thinking process. They gave us deer meat, but I didn't like the taste at all. It was kind of... I, have you ever tried it? I, I have. Um, I had a roommate once uh, whose... Uh, dad was a forester um, and uh, he would uh, regularly bring uh, deer products uh, yes. when he was visiting his parents um, I had uh, roast deer and I think I had pickled deer Ooh. Yeah. okay and how did okay. they taste very gamey uh, yeah yeah it's very oh, but okay. I like it okay um, yeah. I don't I don't mind uh, the gamey oh flavor. really okay yeah like I don't mind you know lamb Mm -hmm. Lamb meat, mutton, oh, mutton, lamb. yeah, lamb chop, yeah, that's kind of game. It's another thing I've never my been a fan is, of. I don't know, my too strong. Is, oh really? But he seems to prefer it to beef. So, but, uh, but if they're anyway. protected though, that's not probably not a great idea either, is it? They're yeah. trying to like get them back into the wild, and I don't know. Gosh, what can you do? This is pretty serious. I, Give deer as uh, wedding presents. To <laughs> couples there you go. At mass weddings. 
that could be one modern solution. Modern problems require modern solutions. Mm, indeed. <laughs> mm. All right, well, that just about does it for today's edition of Here in Taiwan. I'm John Van Trieste. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm Tomasz Kopar. Thanks to everyone who joined us and left a comment. And stay tuned next for more of Shirley on Jukebox Republic. Bye. Hello there. You've just tuned into Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin of Radio Taiwan International. I think finally the government is doing something that could possibly help boost the national birth rate. At least that's what I saw in the news lately. What I'm going to share today will be totally my personal opinion, so don't take it too seriously. But、um, we really need to boost the birth rate somehow. I love kids. I have three myself. How I wish that I can really change the minds of Taiwanese married couples about having children. Of course, there are lots of changes,、um, challenges, challenges that come with having children. But just like one of my friends said before, the husband said, having children makes us adults less selfish. And they have four kids themselves. Challenges, I mean, come with everything in life, not just childbearing. I think most Taiwanese people think the problem is money. Oh, you know, our salary is low. You know, I can't. I don't have money to raise kids. But really, so is everything else in life. Everything needs money. But if you really put your heart to it, you can do it. You can make it. You can make it happen. Having kids is a great thing. Anyway, yes, it is my own personal、uh, thought, opinion about this. But this song here is "Xin Ai de Xiao Hai," "Dear Children" by Su Rei. It's one of her classics.
下了带不走的孤独，亲爱的小孩，今天有没有哭？是否遗失了心爱的礼物？在风中寻找，从清晨到日暮。我亲爱的小孩，为什么你不？I think the actual、um, translation for that should be、um, "dear child," 亲爱的小孩 "dear child," as opposed to the plural. I think prior to the, these、uh, news stories about boosting birth rate last week, the government has tried, like giving subsidies, but honestly, it's kind of useless if it's not coupled with other incentives. Really,、um, I remember. And it wasn't an incentive; it was more like a, a way of saying thanks for having a third child.、Um, it was, yeah, right after I had my third child, and yeah, I think、uh, just when he was going to first grade,、um, the government was handing out these subsidies so small in the amount. I'm so embarrassed to even say how much it is. It wasn't something to encourage me to have a fourth child or more. You know, <laughs> I don't think that was the intention. But anyway, so the story、um, from last week was that. Um, there was this group who was asking for the government to amend the Act of Gender Equality in Employment to give male employees seven days of paid pre-paternity leave so that they can accompany their wives to pregnancy checkups. I think that's a great idea. I think they'll really feel like it's a part of this awesome thing. So the Awakening Foundation, which is、uh, a foundation that believes in the power of grassroots organizing. And、uh, legal advocacy to advance gender justice. Now they said that studies have shown in other countries that couples are more prepared to become parents and more involved in parenting if the husband went with wives to prenatal exams to, together. You know,、um, I remember my husband Big John accompanying me to every single prenatal checkup except once when I was pregnant with our first child. The funny thing was that that one time when Big John didn't come with me, the doctor found out I have some kind of anemia, and said that I must bring you know Big John in the next day to see if he has it. Otherwise, the baby would be in danger. I remember I went home and cried that night because I was like so scared. But all's well that ends well because he doesn't have what I have, and we're very thankful. We're very grateful, and now we have three very healthy grown-up kids. Well, you know, I believe in those studies. I think that that would really make a difference. And 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 like you know, like having your husband go with you to check him and hear the baby's heartbeat, man, that is so touching. I mean, it would definitely bring tears to the to the man, right? 
you know that this is a desperate time because the same story says that as of April this year, Taiwan ranked last among 227 countries with the lowest birth rate in the world. I had no idea, but this is sad. So you know. Uh, it's funny because we can be near the top in some other listings, like for example, Taiwan is so good at containing the COVID pandemic, you know, and also for its democratic values. But then we're the we're down way down at the bottom when it comes to birth rates. But let me tell you again, it's great having children. All right, they can bring such joy to your life. I'm gonna play another song about children, 长大的小孩 grown up kids.
remember after I had my first child and I was still in the hospital and then I was by myself, you know, my husband has already left, my parents have left um, and I started crying and I was actually talking to the baby. I was going, I'm sorry, you're not going to have a younger sister or younger brother because I went through so much pain. I, I felt like I was in pain for like 24 hours more actually, but when I got pregnant with the second I forgot all about that pain. I was so looking forward to, you know, um, expecting that second child and then a third child. You forget, you forget the pain because they bring you such joy. And I, I don't know how else to say it. But the other story about birth rate or related to birth rate was that the Child Care Policy Alliance called for the government to amend the labor law to allow working parents to take parental leave in hourly blocks as opposed to monthly blocks that's in place right now and to entitle them to such leave until their child turns eight as opposed to until their child turns three, which is the law, the, the law now. I think watching your child grow up is so important to parents, especially in their early golden years. So this amendment would make childcare leave more flexible. With that, married women and those who want to have children will be more willing to work because the current labor law in time mandates parents who want to take childcare leave to do so in monthly blocks, which often discourage mothers from the workforce because some Taiwanese working women would choose to have no children because they're so afraid they'd lose their jobs when they take maternal leave. Using hourly blocks for childcare leave would make it easier for workers and employers to negotiate time off instead of getting into fights, you know, and getting upset with each other. A legislator says women should not be forced to choose between their careers and children. Of course, it goes without saying that providing subsidies for childbearing, creating family-friendly workplace are very important measures for the government to consider going forward with boosting the national birth rate. I think some multinational companies that are already in Taiwan are very good with creating family-friendly environments like nursing rooms and such, but Taiwanese companies really, really need to catch up. I think the government must be taking the matter seriously lately for these stories to appear in the same week. I'm glad to see that. Maybe because we have a female president, but then she's not married or a mother. <laughs> well, that's it for Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin at Radio Taiwan International. And I've got two songs back to back about children. The first one is uh, A Child in Glasses by Wang Ren Hong. And the other one, Perfect Child, Huang Jianwei. Je 
其实没有谁真的那么漂亮，何必让自己苦苦挣扎？有犯错，有伤心。Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me/radiotaiwanintl. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me. 
forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.